The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. What I'm going to be doing, by the way, in the future, is I'm going to confront you guys with a lot of dissonance. Because this inner conflict is what you guys need. Of course, there is also motivation. I can also do it through motivation, through resonance. But motivation is much more fluff. It doesn't stick as hard. I'm really going to give you guys reality checks. Most of what you guys study for right now is going to be worthless in 5 to 10 years. You might say, like, why? Most of your jobs are going to be taken over by machines. It's something that a lot of people are warning society about, even people like Bill Gates, even people like Elon Musk and stuff. People in the more technological industry, they know computers will take over your job. What you're learning for, most of you guys, is actually a waste. The security that you experience about your future is a lie. You're literally wasting your life, most of you guys. You learn something because you're socially conditioned to do that because you have peer pressure to do that. But that's because you're not critically thinking. If you're critically thinking and you start doing research, you start realizing what the fuck am I doing with my life? And as a result, you start navigating your life differently because nobody ain't going to feel sorry for you. There is people that lose their job after working for 30 years and then they go, what now? Nobody will care. Do you understand that? Your peer pressure and your social conditioning is not going to save your ass. It's your own critical thinking that will help you the most. That's the difference between a sheep and a visionary. Be aware of this. You cannot live a fulfilled life by just being a follower. Right now, maybe you feel comfy. Then you start studying. Maybe you'll feel comfy then or make it work. Then you'll find a job. But man, oh man, you're going to get fucked in your ass sooner or later. So start thinking for yourself or get fucked hard. And nobody will care. Just so you know. I know people that did a PhD in Belgium. They can't find a job. You know what people say? Oh, that's really bad. I feel really sorry for you. You did all these studies. This guy followed what his parents and their family and everybody told him to do. Seven years and then has to go and flip burgers in the fucking McDonald's. While on the other hand, if you are more proactive and critical think and you take initiative and such, you achieve certain skills that are more in line with what's needed. You find holes, you see holes in the market and you fill them up. You're much more flexible. Be aware of that. Nobody is going to feel sorry for you. No one. You're going to be on your own and you're going to cry. And that's the future for most of you guys, by the way. It's been warned like crazy. Computers will take your job. And the only difference why a computer wouldn't be able to take your job is because you're more creative. But if you're just following and being stupid, it's almost like you deserve it because you didn't think about it. And I'm warning you guys now. Think critically. Think for yourself. Don't take all these things for granted. Don't think like, oh, social security will take care of me in 50 years. In your fucking dreams, man. world will be a very different place in 50 years if we still even exist. Don't take all these things for granted. Think for yourself. That's where it starts. You gotta think for yourself. Don't just take what I say or try to do what I say. Think for yourself. Whenever you experience conflict within yourself, don't just go about your life. Figure out why do you do it? Why do you have expectations? Why do you judge? Why do you have anxiety? Why this? Why that? Whenever you experience cognitive dissonance, you figure out the fuck is going on. And by doing that, you keep aligning your self-image with your true self and you grow as an individual. You become more and more advanced. But if you go through life and you, there is an obstacle and you just go like, 
and you just try to distract yourself, you're going to be a pleb for the rest of your life. Mac Collarson says, it's really off-putting how negatively you view higher education. I make more money than any of you guys, and I don't use my diploma at all. You can either be someone that does work for someone, or you can be someone that starts its own business and a successful one. You get to choose what you want. You want to work for a boss, or you want to be the boss? I teach you guys to be the boss. It's that simple. It's your choice. It's something to be really aware of. If you don't think for yourself and you don't solve problems and such, you will just be a follower. And as a result, you might experience the comfort that comes with just being a follower and just do what people tell you to do. But once shit goes wrong and you steer yourself to them, go like, give me solutions. They'll just say like, sorry, I don't know either. And you'll just end up being fucked. It's a reality. Alan de Balen says, a team, not everybody can be the boss, you know. Well, I stream for more than 10,000 people. When I do real talk, my view count goes to 300. The people that are interested are the ones that keep watching. The more than 10k people that leave, you'll just be the boss of them. If you just look statistically, the amount of people that just have the attention span to understand the real talk is already a small fraction. I'm giving you guys the keys to awareness. Think critically. Don't believe anything I say. But at least think about it. You don't have to believe anything I said here. But at least think for yourself. Don't just chew prefabricated concepts and just throw them in the chat. Like, oh, this or that. Just reflect on it. Think about it truly. Watch this real talk and try to understand where are the flaws. Think about it. If this real talk gives you inner conflict, think about it. Why? Why does it give inner conflict? Do research. Google it. You don't have to believe anything what I say. Google, like, are machines going to take over our jobs? People like studying stuff for stuff that's going to go away in the next 5 to 10 years. Humanity is a lost cause anyway. Watch Melfa. That is such an utter bullshit argument. I don't even know how to begin, you know, explaining it. You live in the best time ever. You're just a little kid behind your PC that takes everything for granted. Go like humanity is going to fail anyway. I think humanity has thrived more than ever. That's why you're in the position you are now. You didn't die from disease or starvation or war. Before you start talking about that, do some research about evolutionary biology. If I drop you in the desert, you'll cry like a little baby. Go like, please, I want to go back to this comfy bubble. You just don't know what you have. And behind your PC, you go like, we're all going to fail. Is that what you tell yourself? Man, I'm just going to fucking... What I'm going to start doing from now on is just create some massive dissonance in, sp- in people's head. Just pinpoint all the bullshit that people come up with in the chat and just wreck them. Because inner conflict is good. Makes you realize how much full of shit you are. How much your self-image is flawed. And then what you do is you start thinking about it. And you start working on it. Critically think for yourself. Because so many people walk around with so many flaws and it's fucking you. And the reason why I'm telling you this is not to be a fucking nice, feel better about myself guy. No, no, no. The reason why I'm telling you that is because this is what allows you to grow. It's like when you suck at a game, it's good for me to tell you you suck. Because the moment you realize you suck, that's when you improve. But if you have this bubble of, I'm all this and that, you're not improving. You're not progressing. Sometimes you got to think about it. Facts. Do you know how many videos there are about Elohel or how many people that are in silver? My nephew was in silver and he was all the time saying like, no, it's really not me. It's my, it's the other. I say like, how does that work if I play with you? I just win. So like, yeah, because you know, like, like, oh, it's because you suck, man. The moment you start looking at how to improve yourself is when you start climbing the ladder. And that's with league and that's with life. The same way. The moment you think your self-image is flawless and you have a really good idea about the world, you're fucking lost. You're done. So it's good to realize that your idea about the world is flawed. When you come up with these prefabricated bullshit arguments, it's good that someone comes and slaps you in your face and makes you realize like, hey, wait a minute. 
So take notes. These insights can help you grow and get out of your shitty life. If you feel unhappy or you do a 9-to-5 job and grind your life away, then you can learn from me because I am not doing that. If you suck at getting a girl and I have a nice girl, you can take notes from that. If I have a good relationship, almost 18 years. You can take notes of that. You can learn from that. I speak through actions. So it's important to start realizing that, understanding, wait, I can actually learn from this guy. Because as long as you don't think that and you think like, oh yeah, I'm better and this and that, you are stuck with your suffering, bullshit, flawed self-image. You got to get a wake-up call. A wake-up call that your life is shit. Because if you don't realize it now, you're going to realize it later and the fucking hit is going to only be worse. So I'm doing you a favor by really punching you in the face. I'm doing you a favor. You're better off getting a punch in the face when you're 18, 19 year olds than when you're 30 or 40 year olds and look back and say, what the fuck did I do with my life? Be happy. I'm a really nice guy. Because you guys think I do this with my pleasure? I can make $500 an hour selling out and yet I'm choosing to do this instead. Do you understand that? I'm not doing this to make myself feel better. I'm doing this to help you. And I'm being very confrontational and slapping you in the face because sometimes you need a wake-up call because you're not going to be in your comfy lifestyle for your entire life. You're going to have to find a job and take care of yourself. I'm teaching you to think critically, to solve problems, to create a stronger structure. And you either go about it more consciously and calculated and structured or you go more impulsively and get wrecked in the ass. You can thank me later. Very important for you guys to think about this stuff. Reshpar says, this might be off topic, but I'm not depressed and so, but I feel there is no point in living. I don't feel like there is any point of my existence, like there is no goal left in the world. I feel like suicide wouldn't be a solution though, it's like throwing away my life, but that's basically what it already feels like. Now, I've watched you for a while, you seem like a nice and smart guy and trying to help people. What would you say that I should do with my life? Okay, the question is not so much whether life has a meaning or not. The question is, why do you feel worthless? And you might wonder, like, uh, what do you mean? The reason why you have these thoughts and ideas is not because you're a smart ass. It's not because you're intelligent. It's because on a fundamental level, you feel empty and worthless. And that has to do more with low self-esteem than anything else. That has to do with how you grew up. It has to do with your childhood. Maybe you got rejected by cute girls. And you just start reflecting that anger, that negativity to the world. And you start using your reasoning to see the entire world being empty. The moment you realize that it's a reflection of your own inner worthlessness, you can start working on that rather than trying to, you know, channel it through all these intellectual concepts. What motivates you to think the way you do is your emotions. If you would be a happy person, you'd have a nice girlfriend and everything, nice friends, you wouldn't even think about life being worthless. The reason why you say life is worthless is because you feel worthless. And the moment you realize that, you go like, wait a minute, my question is not really the answer, it's just a symptom. And that's when you can actually work on the problem. Watch Me Alpha says, Life is a futile and meaningless game where literally whatever you do, you're just chasing a neurochemical reward in your brain. It doesn't matter how materialistic or spiritual you are. It's all the same. Just neurons firing gratification patterns in your head. Do you know that also applies to the concept of futile and meaningless? So you can start wondering why do you use the word futile and meaningless. And when you start realizing that the reason why you use these words is because that's how you feel on a deep level. You feel futile and meaningless yourself. And that's why you exactly use these words to describe it. You start realizing you're saying more about yourself than about the situation. Because a lot of the times when you ask yourself a question, the reason why you ask the question tells a lot more than the question itself. 
And the true answer is not the answer to your question, but the answer to why you asked the question in the first place. And when you apply that to what you just said, you just have extreme low self-confidence and you feel worthless. You have extreme low self-esteem. Because if you were more happy, I can guarantee you, you wouldn't be saying that stuff in the chat. It's not about me laughing my ass off. That means you don't understand what I just said. Because if you realize it, you will see that the way you word it and the way you put it says more about you than about what you say. Because you're conceptualizing, using concepts based on how you feel. It's your subconsciousness that is speaking. It's not your rational part of the brain. And that's why you use concepts that are more empty and more voidy. And if you realize that your subconsciousness is what drives your intellectual conceptualization, that's when you start realizing, wait a minute, the reason why I say it and frame it this way is actually because I feel worthless. And you know I'm right. You know, like, how does he know that I'm feeling worthless? But if you think about it and you watch all the real talks, you will realize, like, wait a fucking minute, this guy has a fucking point. So watch me alpha as a teen. Your problem is you think too much with feelings about a person. What if that person did not have feelings about himself? Watch me alpha. What are you saying now? That you don't have a subconscious part of the brain? You don't have a limbic system? Because what you're saying right now just yells that you're completely ignorant about your own neuroscience. You cannot deny facts. I'm just talking how your brain works. You know your emotions and your feelings happen before you're even aware of them. And that's why I can make this point. Inner conflict, man. Embrace the dissonance. Embrace the inner conflict. Embrace it. It's good to know you suck. You guys understand that? When you suck, it's good to know that you suck because then you can do something about it. As long as you believe in your little shitty world where you think you're all-star and everything, you don't improve. It's good to know you suck. And I don't mind telling you how much you suck, how much you're a fucking hypocrite, how dumb you are because then you can work on that and become more intelligent. Be happy about it. I tell myself all the time that I suck. I'm my own biggest critic. I always try to improve myself, always. You know, yesterday, I'm going to give you guys a little example on how I go about things. Yesterday, I was saying like aligning your self-image with your true self is what allows you to grow. It's the only weakness you have when your self-image is not in line with your true self because the moment it is, you don't experience inner conflict and you're in the present. And there was a guy that said, but what about changing your true self? He just mentioned that. And I was actually all night thinking about it because if the true self also includes the beliefs, then basically the self-image that is also built on beliefs requires to improve your true self that also has beliefs, meaning that one part is also the collective. It's a logical fallacy. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. So how do I explain it? Because to me, aligning your self-image with your true self is exactly the same thing, but in different words than aligning your beliefs with reality. But because self-image is more relatable and because true self is also more relatable and identifiable with, that's why I use that language. But then I was like, I got a paradox because I know this explanation really works. So I have to define true self in a way that doesn't contradict what I'm saying. But how do I define the true self in a way that doesn't contradict? Because you automatically say like, oh, it's also the beliefs, right? That's also part of the true self. And that's why I define true self. First, I went like, okay, let's say it's the reality. But reality is not really identifiable. So what if it's just what you are? But then you have the you in that definition. And people will still identify with the you in what you are. So what I define it is the true self is the reality of what is. Plain and simple. And I thought about it for hours. Because I was constantly having a debate with myself. And contradicting and this and that. People don't even give a shit. You guys go through life. You guys have so many fallacies. So many fallacies. And when you see something that is flawed, you just forget it. Because you just, you know, confirmation buys it away. If I see one thing that is not completely in line, I redefine it, I think about it, I think about it until it makes sense. Because to me, it's not so much about the insight. I have the insights already. 
I go through life completely choiceless, I'm feeling great, but if these insights are just mine, they're worthless. The only way that I can have actually a ripple effect is if I am able to communicate, to have these insights be contagious, to spread them. If I can't spread them, they're worthless. So I'm every day breaking my head on how do I spread my awareness. So when I found out at the self-image and the true self example, I was like, this is so identifiable. It fits in people's current paradigm because they want a proper self-image. They want to align their self-image with their true self. But people, what they would do is they have their own identity about their self-image. They look at the true self and they identify with it. But problem is identifying itself is the flawed concept. You try to use your identity to understand your true self, but your true self has no identity. But if I say that, just like that, people have no ability to relate to it. So you got to use your identity to grow towards your true self and step by step breaking it down. Because in one go, you guys can't do it. Most people can't do it because you guys don't have enough intellectual capacity to do it. Maybe some people. You don't have enough critical thinking. You have to build it up. If you take away identity, you just fall into a void. So that's why you got to think for yourself and step by step, you realign all the inner conflict. And by doing so, you just create a solid framework. And then you have an, an, a paradigm you can build on and act upon that is more in line with what you are. And then there is no such a thing as like discipline or motivation or all that shit or challenges or whatever. You don't need any of that shit. You just act. You're in line with what you are. You're just in the present. Your reward center is constantly activated because you value life and the physical reality itself. You don't need anything else. It's that easy. For me, life is fucking easy. You know, the hard thing for me is how do I communicate my awareness to other people? And I break my head every day. And this small little thing of just one guy asking, but can't you change the true self broke my head? Because I was like, okay, how does that work? How is that connected? It has to make sense. And the reason why I'm giving this example is because I'm my own biggest skeptic. There is nobody in the chat that says anything about it. Nobody even sees maybe the flaw. Like if the true self also contains beliefs, then it's a paradox because your self-image is also beliefs and you need to change your beliefs, which requires the beliefs in the true self. So you're actually contradicting yourself. So the true self cannot have beliefs. So you go to the essence of the true self. But what is the essence? It's just what you are. But what you are has you in it. And you people identify with the you, so they're back to where they started. So I got to figure out how do I remove the you from the equation? People don't even get it. I don't even know how many people get this stream of thought. It's like, you know, you're making like some fucking gacha game and you're talking about psychological dynamics of how to get people to come back to the game. People that play the game are not aware of it, yet it's all so fine-tuned. It's same with this, strategy. What is a strategy to spread this awareness? How do I relate it to people? How do I do it? I break my head over it every day. Karai says, can you explain that self is an illusion again for the next podcast? There is no such a thing as a self without the concept of it. Let me explain you guys. I find that really fascinating. I keep repeating myself, but I'm going to re repeat myself. When you think, you think in concepts, you think in language. Language and concepts are interpretations. You look at the chair, you define it as a chair. But same with emotion. You feel an emotion, you, you define it as pain. You try to conceptualize everything. But conceptualizing things in language is something that happens in the more intellectual part of the brain. If you go to more reptilians, to fucking alligators, they, don't, they can't do that. They just have the limbic system. That's it. They're just much more primitive. So you have two sides in humans. You have on one side the left hemisphere that is more emotional and the right hemisphere that is more rational. And you're constantly like, when you look at the more advanced part of the brain, the more prefrontal cortex, you always like, you know, challenge yourself. You try to conceptualize things. You try to understand why you are what you are. 
When you use self, you're talking about self-image. You're not talking about the true self. When I say true self, that's still a label. I still don't know what the true self is for sure. I try to approximate it through experience. It's the reality of what is. It's that simple. So you try to align your self-image with the reality with what is. If there is something that you experience that has conflict, that means that your self-image is not in line with the reality of what is because the reality of what is wants to make sense on a fundamental level. That's why you even experience inner conflict to begin with. Because on a fundamental level, everything makes sense. So when something that you experience, cognitive dissonance, the reason why it arises is because there is conflict. There is two things that don't add up. And by understanding it, by aligning that self-image, that intellectual part with what is, you become more in unity and the dissonance dissipates. And by doing so, you experience unity and you're in the present. The reason why people are not in the present is because they have inner conflict. They have noise. How many people in the chat are walking around and have constantly thoughts? Constantly. How many people have a hard time sometimes sleeping because they have thoughts running in their head? Noise. And that's why meditation can help a lot because it reduces the noise. But most people don't even know how to meditate because they are only used to be trapped inside their own head and always hear voices. They're there. All these voices you hear, it's because your self-image is broken. It's broken. Do you understand that? It's completely broken and flawed. And that's exactly why you have all these voices in your head. It's because your identity is not in line with what is. And as a result, you're just frustrated all the time. You are holding on to the past or you're holding on to the future. You're not what is. And the moment you realize that, slowly but surely, by being self-critical and by really like, you know, being your own biggest skeptic, critical think and really see your beliefs and try to align them more with what is, you become more and more in line with your true self. And by doing so, your dissonance dissipates, your working memory gets emptied, you become more and more intelligent. You start eating more healthy, you start working out, you start becoming more in line, not because you have to motivate yourself, not because you have to have discipline, but because that is what is. Choices awareness arises. If you align your self-image with what is, you don't need all this shit anymore. You're constantly in the present. You're constantly fulfilled. Constantly. But that requires you to challenge your inner conflict. Don't accept it. Don't just take peace with your flaws. Work on them. Figure out where they come from. And it requires thinking. It requires, you know, brain power. But damn shit, that's what allows you to create a stronger framework. That's why I'm so charismatic. That's why I'm so strong in rhetoric. That's why I'm so persuasive. That's why... I'm so good at, you know, reading people. It's because whenever I have an obstacle, I try to figure it out. I just don't go like, no, not my problem. Uh." That's not how it works. If you have inner conflict, you fix that shit. You want that. It helps you. You want that, right? You value that, right? You want to feel ultimately fulfilled, right? Or you just want to be, you know, trapped inside your bullshit all the time. You don't want that. Do you want to accept a life of misery? You don't want to accept suffering, right? Nobody wants that. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.